And time for the rural news with Susan Murray in Kirikiri Roar, Hamilton. And Susan, how good is business for the stallholders at field days? It's looking quite good, Giles. We're starting with a bit of a business twist for you. Now, exhibitors were concerned that sales would be low, but people are spending at the field days, albeit a little bit less than normal. Now, one of the stands that stands out at the field days is just things that stands out is just how many swan dry you get to see. People are wearing them everywhere. The company knows its target market, and it has a large sales tent at the event. General Manager of Sales is Nick Floyd. He says having great weather helps with sales, and the nice sunny weather at the moment, the shorts have been flying off the shelves. Yeah, so we've noticed that uh, transaction-wise we're maintaining similar sort of levels to what we'd usually achieve, but consumers are certainly orientated around achieving more of a bargain or that sort of price orientation in their purchases. So we're seeing people going for the the slightly more entry or that sort of in a good, better, best sort of proposition. People are are making do with with what they can. So, yeah, we're seeing the average transaction values are a little bit below where we'd usually see them at the event. So perhaps that discretionary dollar just not quite there for the consumer. What's the most popular item? What are people buying? Oh, look, it's uh, well, it's always the wool product, the heritage product, but uh, probably the the biggest one that's grown for us in the years has actually been dog coats at the uh, at the field days. <laughs> yeah. we, we will sell out of the dog coats, uh, and it's really cool when you see the uh, the matching dog coat and jacket going through, and you know that they're going to be walking around their neighbourhood uh, in those pieces. It's pretty cool. Around the corner in the heavy machinery area, tractor sales are doing pretty well as well. CNH Industrial Sales Manager Dave Knowles says at last year's summer field days, the crowds were down and therefore so were sales. But things are up this year with a dozen large tractors sold already. Sales have actually been pretty good this year, surprisingly. We thought they would be uh, more suppressed than they are, but we've... We've done a number of tractors off the site, which is which is a wee bit of a litmus test. Um, we, we run a few field day specials as well, which is nice. Um, and, and I guess, look, to, to be fair, it's, um, uh, look, you know, there's no show without customers, is there? And, um, and yeah, it's been a good show. The weather's probably played part of that mm. too. But I think, too, I think people have missed Mystery Creek. It was 2019 since last winter, Mystery Creek. Dave Knowles. Kiwifruit marketer Zespri says the sector has turned a corner this harvest with growers supplying better quality fruit and higher prices are being paid offshore. Last season, poor quality fruit saw the exporters stop paying some growers for their fruit. Chief Executive Dan Matheson is meeting growers at field days and he's acknowledged the past two years have been tough. But he says the growing conditions for next season's crop are looking good so far and returns for this season's fruit and next will be stronger. So we're seeing really strong demand for our fruit. Um, we're seeing really high pricing in the market. We're seeing customers ask for more and more kiwi fruit, which is a great sign, and we'll be able to increase value. And our focus is obviously getting more grow- money back in the, in the pockets of our growers. What's demand out of China like? A lot of sectors aren't seeing that pick up post-COVID like they thought they would. Yeah, we're actually quite um, the reverse to that. We've seen very strong demand. I think we've been struggling to get enough kiwi fruit in to meet demand for 2022 and 2021. And so 2023 has been a, a strong rebound for us. And actually our rates so far are beating our forecast, which is a great place to be. Dan Matheson says Packhouse operators have been telling him this year 90% of growers supervised the harvest in orchard, compared with only 40 to 50% in 2022 when poor picking methods resulted in fruit damage. Former Federated Farmers President Andrew Hoggard says he's been well received at field days in his new role in the ACT Party. The Manawatu dairy farmer announced last month he was standing for ACT in Rangatike. 
He says it's been great chatting to farmers at field days. By and large, most of them are coming up and saying, good on you, well done, great shift. There's a few going, oh, are you still at Feds? So obviously they haven't read the newspaper or listened to radio or, or anything for the last month. Um, but that's the, the majority, yeah, think it's a great what I've done. And so, yeah, I've had a lot of support from farmers. Mr Hoggard says he's been able to gauge how farmers are feeling. If you look at our little board out the front there, um, you can see yesterday, you know, getting people to put the stickers on things that concern them. So crime, cost of living, co-governance, they're the top ones. Amongst farmers, you know, there's the other issues, the RMA, Hiwaka Ekenoa, obviously, those sort of um, policies, the, the compliance, the red tape, that's the sort of stuff uh, a lot of people are concerned about. Andrew Hoggard from the ACT Party. Now, with our look at the sale yards around the country, following a very chilly morning in Hawke's Bay, we have got an update from Suze Bremner of AgriHQ and uh, kicking things off as news from a sale in Northland. That's right, so Welford was a very busy place at the beginning of the week as they had 930 cattle to sell. So aside from wiener fairs or special sales that they had, that was actually the biggest Monday sale since October 2021. It was an accumulation of no sale the previous week and these wintry conditions and limited processor space. So a feature consignment was just over 100 R2 Hereford heifers, which were offered because of wet conditions. They made $935 to $1,015, and they sold to Northland and Waikato. And so we've been hearing lamb prices, they're coming under pressure, aren't they? And demand for the product seems to have eased off overseas. So what is happening for them at the yards? Well, that's right. So store lambs do continue to be a big focus at the yards as farmers start working towards winter stocking numbers or prepping for, obviously, lambing and calving. Fielding penned nearly 16,000 lambs last Friday, and they actually have about 14,000 in their books today. But that's right, Susan, the general trend for prices over the last few weeks has been down. So at fielding last Friday, the better males were making 130 to $156.00. And at North Island Yards, covering the ones that we cover, medium to good new, um, new lambs have been mainly making 86 to $120. At Tamuka, there were 7,000 lambs sold on Monday, though it is expected that tallies will start to come down there now. Medium to good half-bred mixed sex sold for 93 to $116, and other mixed sex made 80 to $140. Thanks very much. That's Suze Bremner from AgriHQ. And Giles, that's our primary sector news for the week. Koirate Purongo o Tetai Fenua.